Welcome to The Broad Pod, just a couple of broads interviewing inspiring women. I'm Becca. And I'm Jackie. Let's get inspired together. Don't forget to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a special surprise for our guest. And thank you to WKWC for allowing us to use their podcast studio. You always make me laugh in the beginning. Um, okay, so guess what? What? Becca and I. No, I'm, I'm telling the listeners. Oh. Guess what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Becca and I have signed up for Orange Theory. Yay. Do you want to tell listeners and our guest who's in the room with us what Orange Theory is? She Orange probably knows, Theory but. is the new gym in Owensboro, but it's a it's a nationwide chain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's they they do classes, which is what I needed. Same. I needed in a in a gym. I need somebody to tell me what to do. I need Amen. a small, skinny yep. person to instruct me <laughs> as to what I'm supposed to be doing and to intimidate me into working out. That's what I, that's personally what I need. I don't know about you. Say but. no, I do not have the motivation at all or discipline, which by the way, I have to say um, on a previous podcast, you asked me what my word of the year was last year, and I said it was grace. Nope, it wasn't. It was discipline, and you can see how that worked out. <laughs> so, anyway. I was not disciplined enough to know that my word was discipline. I mean, that's, that's how bad it was. That's because I had a newborn. I'm like, whenever somebody was like, you need to pick a word of the year, it sounded like a burden. Not, not helpful. But anyway, so yeah, um, I'm not disciplined enough to work out at home on my own. Like yeah. I do need that accountability. I need somebody telling me what to do. I cannot even walk into a gym and be like, all right, what do, what do I do here? I need somebody to like, all right, this is what we're doing. Come on. Yeah. I just don't have so, the knowledge to like, yeah. like, what am I supposed to do with these machines here? Yes. And I just don't have the confidence. I'll be honest Same. with you to do that. Like yeah. I went to the health park yesterday during lunch, like upstairs. Usually I just swim, but I was like, I'm going to go upstairs and do the weights. Yes. And I just sort of like... <laughs> fumbled around it was like i'm gonna go walk on the track because i just i just didn't know <laughs> what know to how do to walk, but you and know. then there's like people grunting and like really look like they yeah. know what to do and i'm like yeah no i'm good i'm just gonna listen to beyonce and walk that's <laughs> one of the hilarious things when i took the tour the other day um sam i guess the manager there she was like now if you don't show up for a few weeks i'm gonna call you and check on you and see where you are. I was like, well, shoot, I feel like it was Sunday uh, at church when I was a kid at a right. little tiny Baptist <laughs> church. And the next Sunday, you weren't there last Sunday. And they're like, where were you last Sunday? But see, like, that's what I need. <laughs> no, that I need that accountability. I know. And I actually love that. I was yeah. like, oh, that's good. Because I'm going to be nervous if I have to hear from you, Sam. <laughs> well, that's why I'm glad like you signed up. I have a couple of other friends yes. who signed up and are doing it. So you know that's gonna that help will, too because we'll text me. each other and be like when you go we can die together <laughs> yes. like Thelma and Louise yes on an orange theory <laughs> rowing machine I guess I don't know what well, I guess I have a question I should have asked the lady are we allowed to like wear our own airpods or do we have to like not have airpods in because they're going to be talking to us I bet you can do both like I bet if you have it on like a lower level like you have your music in one ear maybe because I think they do give you cues or something and like when to move to like different you paid attention better than I did I don't know I asked a lot of questions because I'm one of those that like I I get anxious if I don't know what to expect like I need to know when I walk in the door what am I going to be doing well I have a feeling (laughs) I don't want to know what to expect because I looked on their Instagram like there's like a and there was a whole lot of talk about burpees (laughs) I was like, oh, burpees. No, oh, no. My big tail's just going to be standing in the corner watching everybody else be like, this is the modification I ask about. I'm standing. Y'all burpee. Oh, so more on that later, I guess. More on that We're going to be like so strong <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Well, speaking of health and wellness, yes. we have an amazing guest today. I'm really excited about because 
I don't know a lot about her personally, but I've just heard and I have visited her, visit her, visited, I can't speak, her once with my daughter because she is a former pediatrician. Dr. Shannon McGinnis is Yay. with us and we are so excited to hear more about you and your journey and what you're doing now. Um, so yeah, first, if you could just tell us like briefly about yourself, who are you? Sure. Well, thank you all for inviting me. I'm just honored to be part of your podcast. I think well, it's yay. so cool. Thank you. Um, so I actually um, grew up in Bowling Green, okay. just down the road, and um, graduated from Bowling Green High School and then went to Transylvania for undergraduate um, school, college, and I got a degree in biology there. And then um, I had said since I was about 10 years old that I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, wow. Um, and when I was a teenager, probably more specifically a pediatrician. Cool. I don't really know where that came from, but <laughs> um, it kind of sounded good. So I kind of rolled with it. Yeah. Um, but I love science. And so uh, I ended up going to medical school at UofL and I nice. did pursue pediatrics. Um, and so I did my pediatric training at University of Louisville, had my first job there um, for the first three years of my career. And then my husband, who's also a physician, he's an orthopedic surgeon. He... Oh. Um, Decided to do a fellowship, which is just an extra year of training in sports medicine. So that took us to um, to St. Louis for a year. Okay. And so I'll back up a little bit. By that point in time, we had three kids. So oh, wow. Um, the very end of my residency, I delivered my first baby, um, wow. Mason. And he was actually, he was born on June 25th, but he wasn't due until October 5th. So he was, oh, wow. so really, he was really, really early. early. Wow. So that was you know, a pretty tough time in our lives. And then yeah. two years later, I had twin girls. Um, oh my God, you're a twin parent. I have so many questions about that. <laughs> oh, we'll get yeah. to that later. Okay. I'm a twin parent. <laughs> so um, their birthdays were three days before Mason's birthday. So they oh. are almost exactly two years apart. They were oh. due in August, born in June. So they were also super early. And wow. there was a lot of bed rest and a lot of stuff surrounding that. But yeah. they're all healthy now. I'm That's thankful great. for that. So yes. they're 13, 11, and 11. And Mark and I have been married for um, 18 years. But we ended up coming here to practice at Owensboro Health. And I was there for eight years. Um, loved the office, loved the people that I worked with, and just made a decision to do some different things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's who I am. And we can't wait to hear more about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and what's fun about this is neither one of us really know you. Um, and so that's usually one of us really knows the guest. Yeah. So this, I think this is fun because we're going to yeah. get to know you. This is like a real interview. This is an actual interview. <laughs> I'm here yeah. for it. Okay. So, so wait. I always think like yes. when you have twins, I'm like, okay, so if I had twins out of the gate, then I wouldn't know anything different. So like you had a singleton first and then twins. So what was that transition like for you? Um, <laughs> really? I think the hardest part of that process was having a two-year-old. Yes. Oh yeah. And on top of yes. that. So yes. the, the twins weren't s such a big deal so much as just... You know, having a, a two-year-old's hard. Oh, regardless. for sure. I yeah. mean, oh. two-year-olds are just, they're two years old. And, yes. um, <laughs> and they want to go like hit baby or like throw toys at yeah. a newborn. <laughs> I mean, it's just all about them. Yes. I mean, they and need it's the developmentally appropriate, but yes. um, yeah, so I think that's the hardest. Now, my brother actually had twins first and then a singleton. Yeah. My mother had, um, so my older brother is the one that has the twins. So I have an older wow. brother and then there's me. And then my mom had triplets after. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Wow. Born on my so second that birthday. Is like running deep oh, into your family. family. Wow. On my second birthday, which is 
just oh, crazy. You have to share your birthday with the twins. So this That's year, wild. this summer, um, they turned 40. And um, so that was kind of a big deal. And yeah. so we, all four of us and my parents celebrated all day long. That's, That's fun. So it was fun. so fun. It was great. A family affair. Love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so how many years, I'm sorry, I know we're going to get to, but like how many years did you not sleep? If you had a, you had well, a two-year-old you know, and twins? Well, and before that, I was in residency yeah. where I worked like, you know, 80, 90 hours so a week. A so, um, but honestly, I mean, the the sleep deprivation with kids is worse than even with medical school because it's every day, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's every single day. But I sleep trained them pretty early. Um, so, yeah. I mean, impressive. there are perks to being a pediatrician. I was about to yes. say it would be <laughs> nice to have a pediatrician in the house when you, you have a baby. You don't know everything, but there's some things. Like, you just, you, you know, I, I talked to lots of people, and I'd observe some things that I felt like people had done better or worse. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to do that. And so I would like, just gathered all these tips and tricks from other moms yeah. and just stuck them in my back pocket and... That's awesome. Held on to all those nuggets of information. Well, I think it would be nice to be a pediatrician because you would know what not to freak out about yeah. or the rest of us. You know, I don't know how people parented before Google. Yeah. But I still do that? sometimes. Like there was a time when we first moved here, my daughter like fell out of a little chair and um, I like flipped out about it. Did like, you? like she's like her brain's bleeding. Like, I mean, I like because <laughs> it's your kid and like yeah. everything. If I thought about it, like she was fine, but yeah. I like called your my mom. pediatrician mom who was my partner and I was yeah. like and he was like well did you check her pupils and I was like well no I called you <laughs> to, so you can tell me what to do right. so mom came in first yes. before PDF. yes totally I sure. love that because that like humanizes like a medical professional like right. you know they're just normal humans and yeah. moms and dads too your kids are still your kids <laughs> exactly. regardless yeah. do you have sorry do, you, do your friends like text you all the time with medical questions because I have a friend who's a She's a pediatric cardiologist, mm -hmm. and I just I text her. I'm sure she she hates it. I so. get pictures. That's yeah. interesting. Oh no! Do you like, get warnings before? No. Like, like, what, what is, is this? this? And I'm like, oh boy. Like what body part is that? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what is this rash? Context. <laughs> Somebody went through the pictures of the or the text that you the pictures that you get texted. They'd be very confused. Probably. I even am like super like cautious i don't i don't harass my brother too much because i'm like i don't want to take advantage but like <laughs> if it's like really really like something yeah. i'm worried about with the girls i'll be like hey and he's not a pediatrician so he normally is like you need to probably talk to dr Dula. yeah <laughs> but yeah. i mean i'll ask him occasionally but i try not to abuse that it comes with the territory but uh, yeah. i get pictures of poop a lot <laughs> And That's the best. Yeah. Worse. But, you Not know, it's not. Noted. Now you're my friend. <laughs> I'm going to need your uh, number. Over. Right, right, right. I'll stop texting he in and I'm going to start texting you. <laughs> I also have a lawyer friend. See, it's good to have a doctor friend and a lawyer friend. That's right. Not that I've really needed a lawyer very much in my life. but You might. You never know. You just need to go to have on call. Okay. So we're going to ask you some icebreaker questions. Yes. So the first one is, what has been one of the most influential films to you and why? Okay, y'all are going to crack up mm. because I listen to your podcast and people usually say something really serious. Yes. And I'm not. Good. Um, but this movie has given my husband and I sort of a motto that we live by. Okay. And the movie is Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. It's one of the best movies. <laughs> oh, that my gosh. I know. And I'm not condoning a lot of things that happened in that movie. But, oh, it's too good. Um, at, too good. In the opening scene, I think it's like one of the opening scenes where Craig is like pouring a bowl of cereal. His dad. And he realizes they don't have any milk. And so he's going to dump it out. And his dad's like, hey, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, I'm throwing this away. We don't have any milk. And 
he's like, boy, you better pour some water on that. I won't say the rest. So our our motto, we say it all the time to each other, to our kids. We're like, you better put some water on that. Yeah. And I'm like, I think that that phrase, like that that whole philosophy, it's like, listen, you got to figure this out. Like, we don't have any milk. You got to figure it out. Like, yeah. sometimes people say, like, life hands you lemons, make lemonade. Sometimes you don't even get lemons. You just get water. So you got to put some water on it, figure it out. So that that's, is hilarious. That's that the is, best. Like, we, I've carried that with me for years. And so that's, that's that our, is, like, family saying. That is the best. Put some water on that. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever heard? There's a Chris Rock, like, way back um, skit when he talks about put some tussin on it. Yeah, like, talking about Robitussin. So that's Absolutely. So it's along the same. Just tussin cures tussin everything. It. It'll be fun. I love it. <laughs> you got knocked up. Out. <laughs> okay. So, next question. That was an excellent answer. Yeah, amazing. Uh, if you could be the member. Now I'm thinking about the, the scene with the dad and the air Friday, freshener. We ain't got oh, yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Don't go in there for 35, 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Debo? Okay, okay. Anyway, we could really talk about that movie we for a long time. This on. <laughs> We're so professional. Okay. If you could be the member of any fictional family, maybe it's the family from Friday. Uh, which would which would you pick and why? Um so I think I would pick the Johnsons from Blackish. Yes. Oh, good one. Uh because um my son, back when I was practicing, you know, he would always say, like, what do you do? Like, I worked part-time and so, <laughs> like, what do you, he's like, I just think that you just, like, buy groceries and I'm like, Mason, this is this is like a Rainbow Johnson quote. She's like, I'm a doctor. She's always like, Dr. Rainbow Johnson. I'm like, Mason, I'm a doctor. So, um, but I love the Johnsons. I love, like, how real they are with their kids mm-hmm. and yeah. I feel like the Johnsons parent the way that we parent and, um, there are some scenes where they like, kind of like gang up on their kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like one parent's like just lightening into them. And the other parent's like the hype man. Like, like, and eat them, eat them. So, um, you know, a lot of parents have like the good cop, bad cop. But Mark and I are like, we're like both bad cop. <laughs> and, we, and we love our kids and we're good too. And they're rotten. I love it. They're spoiled. I love but, the self-awareness. But, yeah, I mean, we're like, like I'm, sometimes I'm like his hype man. I'm like, yeah, what's your dad said? Yeah. <laughs> Every parent, you're like his little like Diddy in the back. You know, he's Biggie, yes. and you're like, anyway, yes. sorry, I, have a I whole, love it. So every, everybody needs a hype man. So that ratchet. is hilarious. Really I love no, it. no, we, I love it. I can already tell we're really like, can, we do want your phone number because we want to be your friend, be your not friend. to text you poop pictures. We just want to be your friend. Well, I might, I might still text the poop pictures. But <laughs> Don't give her your number. Yeah. All right. So last icebreaker question: If you could only listen to one song on repeat for the rest of your life, which song would you pick? I would pick, um, that, that's a hard question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I would probably pick um, Hey Ya by Outkast. Oh, gosh, that is so good. I think because every time that song comes on, I just want to dance. And um, and there are actually different versions of it. I don't know if you've heard the acoustic version. No. There's an no. acoustic version of it. And it's slow and... Is it Outcast doing the acoustic? No, or? there's okay. a guy. He's like a YouTuber, I guess, uh-huh. um, that does like an acoustic version. But it's phenomenal. I'll be listening so to that good. later. And <clears throat> it's ama- it's the same song though. And he even does like the shake it like a Polaroid picture, but it's like <laughs> slow with the guitar. I love this. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Awesome. So anyway, I love that song. It's just like a fun, happy, a good, feel good song. Yes, yeah. that's awesome. I like Great good video pick. too. What happened to Outcast? I don't they know, but they're so a favorite big. for sure. I think they're old. Yeah. Yeah. They're I don't know. They were like really they're big tired. when we were in college. You know, like around the time that we were in college. Like, yeah, they were really big then. They were really big. And it's like, where'd they go? Which oh, means that they're now old. I mean, I know. that was a long time ago. I was ago. talking about Ja Rule earlier today, too. I was like, what happened to Ja Rule? Where'd he go? Know. He's probably old, too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Don't want to meet your Deep thoughts day. by Becca. We can really do a lot in my office, as you can tell. We were talking about Ja Rule this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Okay. So um, those are super fun, but I'm super excited to hear a little bit more about your shift because I know, well, obviously we've heard that you are, do you consider yourself a pediatrician like forever and always? Is yes. it say you are a pediatrician? I think You're not so. practicing right now. Correct. You made a big shift. So tell us about that shift that you made. I think it was a midlife crisis. Uh, <laughs> you are not midlife. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, um, now we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm pretty much there. Well, um, so it was it was a long process. I did a lot of soul searching mm. and um, a lot of thinking about making the transition out of medicine. Mm -hmm. Because when I did, when I made the decision, I thought, like this, I have to consider that this is going to be forever. Like, I know it doesn't have to be, but yeah. when I stepped away, I, I had that year off when we went to St. Louis, but I knew that was going to be for a year. And so my plan was always to go back. But I thought if I step away this time, like, I think this is going to be forever. And that's kind mm -hmm. of a big deal. Mm -hmm. But um, there were a plethora of things. Um, I've always just sort of felt torn between like home and work and how much time I should be devoting to my family. I think... Every mom feels that um, mm -hmm. at some point. And uh, with my husband being a doctor, too, it's like we just our our, our life was just so busy. And yeah, um, we just didn't have the kinds of jobs that we could leave. I mean, yeah, we had a nanny for eight years. That was a big part of it. We had a nanny for a long time and she passed away. Oh, no. That was like a big deal for our family. Oh, of course. And, you know, you can find somebody else, but I just, but she was just, she was special. She was really special to us and we could have found somebody else, but I just thought, you know, maybe this is the time to just try something different. I had other interests and other things. So, uh, you know, the pandemic happened as well in the midst of all that. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I just started reevaluating things and I thought, I'm going to just take the plunge and do something different. And if I don't like it, I'll go back. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary. I, I, when I got past telling my parents, that was <laughs> the hardest part. And not because I, did, I thought they would be disappointed. Mm -hmm. I just, um, I don't know. I just, I just felt like if I can just tell them and, but they were, they were like, Hey, you Whatever do what you need, you need to, to do, do. You know, That's great. So, I mean, they've always been supportive. And so they were like, you know, you've, accomplish this you know like this is your thing this is your life and if you feel like that's what's best for you then that's what you should do so it's nice to have that's that awesome. like <clears throat> encouragement from yeah, the people husband, that you respect the most you know my husband was super supportive all, I mean he'd always he's always told me he's like you do whatever you want to do but um but yeah so it was hard to walk away but I am mm -hmm. so thankful that I did I think it was the right right answer so yeah when, awesome. when did you walk like when was um that? it was July of 2021 Okay. So it's been about a year and a half. Okay. So yeah. now, did you have the passion of, of I guess, are you, do you renovate homes or do you, what do you, what do you do with the I homes? I don't you renovate. Have, I haven't <clears throat> renovated okay. any yet. Okay. So you ha ha didn't have this passion before. Did How did, how did Blue Bridge Homes come about? Tell well, us a little bit more about what that is and how that came to be. Yeah. I, I love traveling. I love hospitality. Uh, I come from a long line of entertainers, like my mom and my grandma. And um, I just, I love having people at our house and entertaining. And we love to travel. And, and I love like interior design, mm -hmm. decorating, okay, cool. that kind of thing. Yeah. So not necessarily renovating, not like knocking out walls and sure, yeah. all that. And I'm, and I'm not super hands-on as far as like, I don't paint or that kind of thing. But yeah. 
it was just a, a way to sort of blend uh, my desire to invest in real estate. That was nice. kind of a goal that we had. Yeah. And interior design and hospitality and that kind of, it was, it kind of melded all those things together. Okay. Perfect. And I've always had this sort of entrepreneurial itch in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, when we were in St. Louis, I started a little Etsy shop and yeah. it was really fun. I just did it for the year that we were there. And I was like, well, that was fun, but that's not what I really do. You know, like mm-hmm. in my mind, I went to medical school. I was a doctor. Like <laughs> that's what I was going to do forever. Yeah. And, um, one book that I read in the midst of all that that really sort of changed my perspective was I read Becoming by, Mich- by Michelle Obama. Ooh. And um, <laughs> she just has had all these seasons in her life. And she has sort of, you know, she's pivoted and she's always kept her family at the center. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a super accomplished woman. Mm-hmm. And but when her husband is like, I'm running for Senate, I'm running for president. um, she put what she needed to do on the back burner. And sometimes people feel like that's, I guess they, they feel like a, a woman is um, like putting her career aside for her husband. Mm. But I don't think she did it because, you know, she felt like um, he was making her do it. I think that she wanted to do that because that was what's best for her family. Yeah, sure. And so it just helped me to change my perspective on, listen, you don't have to do this forever because you think that that's what people expect you to do. Right. Um, you think about what's best for you and for your family. And if you want to try this other thing, then try it, you know, right. like yeah. there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And so, um, it's, it was just a big shift in mindset for me that I am not defined by what I do mm-hmm. or what degree I have. Um, that, you know, the most important role for me is the role of wife and mom. And I yeah. want to do that well mm-hmm. first and then everything yes. else is secondary to that. So absolutely. Um, it was just a, a real big change in perspective for me. So, so when did That's you purchase? With me so hard. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> all because I'm like, man, you I took knew. the leap. Yes, yeah. I knew. I was like, yeah. oh boy. She's looking at me like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> She's Tell gonna me look down at her word of the yeah, year. Yeah, well, that's just so yeah. brave. Yes. I, I mean, that really is just to like to because I feel like a lot of people would have felt like, oh, I worked for this. I've always wanted to be a doctor. This is what I was, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a part of your identity. Yes. But to say like, this is what I value most. This is what's most important. And this is the step I need to take. I mean, that's really brave to step out it's like amazing. that. So yeah, it was, it was difficult. There were some tears. Oh, oh I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a therapist involved. <laughs> no, girl, I wrong with that. Therapist. I agree. Wrong with that. Um, there's a t-shirt that says Jesus and therapy. Yeah. yeah. I love I've, I've been eyeballing. I need to get it. Cause <laughs> Like that's what you need. No, I mean, really. Yes. <laughs> I'm nothing I without that. my therapist. Hey girl. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is just, I, I am just, yeah. Jackie's looking at me. She's like, I know. I <laughs> knew. I was like, yeah. look at you. Mm-hmm. Um, so when did you buy your first property? Then? Um, so we closed on our first property. So I, I stopped working in July and, um, I think we closed on our first property in August. So, wow. but you know, we have to give three months notice as doctor. So it wasn't like, you know, sure. two weeks. And then I was, yes. you know, so, so I was kind of planning as I was leaving, Good. I was kind yeah. of planning my next step. And so, um, yeah, we, we bought our first house here in Owensboro and it was so funny telling people what I was doing. Cause they were like, you're going to do what? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. Um, and it was really, it was really just hilarious to me that like people thought, um, I think a lot of people thought that I was going to fail. Um, and I'm like, well, I might, but whatever. Um, 
but I, I just think I think they knew that I didn't have any background in that, didn't have any, um, you know, formal training in it. And I'm like, well, it's probably not harder than being a doctor. So, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but you know, I, I was it. like, well, I might, you know, I might fail. But um, everyone who told me that, they'd never done it. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I started talking to people who had done it. Like I talked to Adrian, yeah. and I talked to some other people, and. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, it's going to be great. Like you're just going to do this, this, and this, and it's going to be great. The ones that have done it and have and the knowledge. So they were super encouraging to me. And so Good. I was like, okay, well, it's probably going to be great. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm like, worst case scenario, we'll just do a regular rental on it or we'll sell it yeah, or we'll, yeah. I don't know, like we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll put some water on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yes. figure it out. So anyway, um, Yeah. So, so you don't do like major remodels. So you do like, you get to try your hand at like interior design. And I saw some pictures. They Mm -hmm. look super adorable and I love the themes. So where do you get that? I don't know. That do you watch a lot of HGTV? I watch a ton of HGTV. That's all I watch. I'm still like big on Pinterest and um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I find inspiration in like all sorts of things. Yeah. There are times that I'll find like you know, some curtain panels at like Target in the clearance section. And I will literally decorate like a whole room around, around those, like yeah. $5 yeah. curtains. Yes. And, um, I feel yeah, that I find sure. in, like when we travel, I'll find inspiration. Like we'll be sitting like in a hotel lobby or I don't know, like I'll be sitting like in a waiting room somewhere and I'm like, Oh, well that's cool. And I'll like take a picture of it. Yeah. Um, and I was actually not, never on social media other than Pinterest. If you count that until I started this business, um, but people would tell me, like, oh, you would be such a good Instagrammer. Um, uh-huh. Because I do think as much as my brain is scientific, like, I definitely have, like, an artistic side. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I get inspired by, like, people's outfits. I'll think, oh, that would mm-hmm. be cool as, like, a, as a bedroom. Like, you know, <laughs> like stripes and florals or whatever. I love that. Um, so it's so fun. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's just a combination of all the things that I enjoy, like wrapped up into one. So, and that's, that's like, fun. that's the perfect job to have all your favorite things. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel one. like a job. That's yes. one thing that I really, um, I really enjoy about it is that it, it feels like I'm playing. Now there are parts of it that are not fun. Like, sure. you know, I have to do bookkeeping and I have to treat it like a business cause it is. Yeah. Um, and I have these assets that I have to take care of. I have to take care of the houses. I have to change air filters and mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of thing and all that. Yeah. Um, get somebody to clean the gutters out, that kind of stuff. That's not fun to me, but it's just a necessary part of it. And, but it is, it's, it's, it's really fun. It's inspiring to, um, watch it all come together. Like watch the whole, yeah. you know, yeah, all the stuff come so together. So are they on Air, they're on Airbnb? I'm they're listed on Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so how many is in Jeffersonville, right? Did I see that right? Yeah. So I have two houses here in Owensboro mm-hmm. and then I have, um, a property in Jeffersonville that has two units. So there's like okay. a bungalow Ooh. and then there's a tiny the house. The tiny house. Okay, yeah. I and I, it the up. tiny <laughs> house was so fun, but I sure underestimated her. She was like, I was like, <laughs> it's tiny. But it was it was still a lot to set up. So, yeah. but it was it's so cute. Do you have, because um, we know we have a lot of, uh, we were talking about the, our Vegas scholarship program. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the times those parents mm-hmm. and families will come into Owensboro to stay for like graduation <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, oh, where are you staying? And they're always like, oh, in an Airbnb. And I was like, I don't know how many Airbnbs are in Owensboro. Yep. I don't um, either. Well, I know last, there's two at least. At last check, <laughs> there were 69. Are you wow. serious? I had no yes, idea. According to, um, yeah, my I, I 
there's a a site that um, collects data. Okay. And so I've checked it periodically. And uh, just this week I checked and there are 69 Airbnbs in Owensboro. Wow. Some of them are private rooms. Um, oh, okay. And there are some that are like on and then they're off. And But um, the number has increased since mm-hmm. I started just a year and a half ago. The number mm-hmm. has steadily increased. There were probably 40 a year and a half ago and mm-hmm. now we're up to almost 70. So yeah. that's a big increase. Do you have any horror stories? I do. About people who've stayed in the Airbnb. Well, <laughs> That's what I'm here I for. would love to hear that. Um, so, the worst thing that's happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see her trying to be like, should I? Is uh, and a nice I, way so to say I, this. I haven't put this on social media yet. Like, I'm probably going to like post some pictures and video of it because uh-huh. I was waiting for the situation to resolve. But, um, I'll always say like, oh, the worst thing that could happen is a place could catch on fire. Well, oh, no. that almost happened. <gasps> so um, at my place in Jeffersonville, uh, there was a there's a property behind my property that's not in the very best condition. And um, I won't go into all the details, but there was a fire on that property. Ooh. Oh, and so then it almost. And I had people staying in my house. And so I get a phone call. This was like Saturday after Thanksgiving of my guest like frantic, oh. like there's a fire. I was like, I mean, I, it was like I was running a code at the hospital. <laughs> I mean, I like popped up in bed and I'm like saying, have you called 911? You know, all this stuff. Yeah. And thankfully nobody was injured. Good. They got out safely, <clears throat> but it was, it was dramatic. Oh, yeah, was I'm your home sure. damaged? Uh, yes, it was. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. But oh, man. thankfully, but they thankfully got out yeah. safely. But yeah. that is like, I mean, I'm not going to say it couldn't get worse than that because it certainly could. But yeah. I mean, I was not expecting that. Yeah, that's terrifying. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then I had to like drive up there and like check on the house and check on them and, yeah. you know, figure out where they were going to stay. And, yeah. and that was completely out of your control. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it wasn't even was. your property. Then. Yeah. 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 And I, had I would some... think your doctor training came in handy. There. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I was like, I haven't like... Had that, had that much excitement at work <laughs> in a long time. Um, but, I, you know, most, the majority of people, I would say 95% of people are just great. Respectful. They're yeah. respectful. Um, they, you know. They're appreciative of what, what yes, your property and what you're doing. They, t- they take care of our house houses the way that they would take care of their own house. Mm-hmm. But awesome. then you have, you know, you have those people who just. Yeah. 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 Like, we know. Yeah. You have those people. And then. um I've only had really one, I had one guy who, like, I had, like, great, I have great reviews, thankfully. We work very hard at giving people a five-star experience. Um, And I have great reviews. And he, like, literally was, like, moving furniture. And I think he was, like, trying to find something. Something to complain about. And he was like, it is disgusting. And I was like, listen, it, like, maybe there's an issue. Maybe we missed something. But... I don't think that disgusting would even come close. Mm-hmm. And so whenever my cleaner got there after he left, he was really just fishing for a refund, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she was like, this guy has moved like all your furniture. Like that is like, odd. So well, yeah, yeah, he's I'm like, like pulling okay. it out, seeing like, did they vacuum I'm behind like, the maybe couch? Maybe we didn't vacuum behind the bed <laughs> yeah. every right. time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> come I on. Do that I mean, yeah. and, he, and he gave me a really bad review. Oh man. He's but. dead to us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
don't know who you are, sir, but we're coming for Do you. you. No, I'm I know. I, I, I don't know actually my... mean that. We're not coming for you. Have a nice life. Just don't stay at her properties anymore. Okay, thank you. My <laughs> brother and people. sister-in-law talk about that all the time, like how important the reviews are. Did you like go back to him and like try to get him to change her, or did you just like, uh, no thanks? No, but you. um. But I did respond. Like you, like yeah. you can respond good, to good, a good. bad review, and so I, I didn't even really respond to him so much as just like a future potential guest. Sure. Like uh, I encourage you to read my other re- reviews because you know there are like thirty five that specific. Some of them specifically talk about this How is clean the cleanest is. Airbnb I've ever stayed in. Right. Um, and then there's him that uses exactly. words like disgusting. I'm I think like, people can figure that out. How do you out? go from like the cleanest to disgusting? Like, yeah. Yeah. In, you, sir, in a week. are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you're listening to this. You and Elton John. Oh, we have one It's a whole thing. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So I loved um, in the beginning when you were talking about how so many people were saying like, you don't know what you're doing. So right. this is probably going to fail. But now you're offering training to people. It's a new thing, right? It's a new so thing. So tell us about that. So just like people send me pictures of their kids poop. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I get a lot of uh, phone calls and, and messages and things about, you know, people want to ask me about. They're just curious. Some of them are just sort of curious about it. Some of them are more serious mm-hmm. and, um, I had a lot of people who helped me get started. And so I I have had coffee and lunch with lots of people to share what I've learned with them. And I am have been happy to do that. But it's gotten to the point now where I'm like, you know, I think that I want to, like, formalize this. And, That's awesome. Um, I think it's an opportunity for, honestly, for them to get better information. But for me to be able to be compensated for my time and yeah, uh, the things that I've Your learned. Expertise. I mean, I've had a house almost catch on fire. <laughs> right. So I consider yeah. myself an expert in this field now. <laughs> um, so it's just, I've, I've been working on um, a presentation and we're going to just do like a Skillshare masterclass, whatever you want to call it, That's seminar awesome. I love that. Um, where I can share the process that I've gone through and everybody's process is going to look a little bit different mm-hmm. because like one person I know she already has a property. Mm-hmm. So the part about acquiring a property and how you get your financing for it and that type of thing won't necessarily apply to her, but, right. um, but there are definitely some things that I have learned along the way, a lot of things. And so I just thought it would be fun to try my hand at that. And when I was at L in my first job, I actually did some teaching and, um, enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And yeah. so this is kind of a similar thing. And so, and I, I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. So I think it'll be fun. And I, I really feel like, um, like the networking within the real estate investing yeah. and like hosting community, um, people just, that's kind of like, they want to help other people. Like, cause, because my thing is, there are more Airbnbs out there, which means there's more competition out there. Mm-hmm. But I don't really see it that way. I I have an abundance mindset, and I think there's enough for all of us. Yeah. And I think that when I have competition, it just makes me work that much harder, try to be that much better. Right. So I can try to stay at the top of my game. And so I'm happy to help other people do a good job. Um, That's a great so I'm excited about that. it. Yeah. yeah. So will this be like a, a virtual training? Or are you going to do it face-to-face or We're both? We're going to do it in my flagship house, <gasps> my very oh. first house. I call it my flagship house because it's the that. one that I get the most bookings on just really because it was That's first. That's a great idea. That makes perfect sense. And it's it has a very special place in my heart because it's just the, the first one that I did. And so anyway, I, I was thinking about where am I going to do this? And I was like, we should just do it at the house. That, yeah. That's and, perfect. Um, so I'm going to do a presentation 
and then I'm going to do a tour of the house because there are some things that I think it's helpful for people to see. Yeah. Like, you know, like you need to put hangers in the closet. You need to, um, you know, have enough pots and pans for people to make right. like, things that they would yeah, not think about. See. Yeah. Okay. And that you've already learned probably the hard way in some instances, yes, maybe. Exactly. So um, <laughs> that's great. you have to have a wine opener. Don't yes. leave your without a wine opener. That's They'll bad. be angry. Be like, they try to do that shoe thing and it doesn't work anyway. But I have an idea for you. Okay. I, I just oh, boy. Oh, no, boy. No. no, you should come up. I think you should start your business should be called P&P, Poops and Properties. <laughs> and you're just advice for people about pedi- pediatric poops and property. There you go. Have don't, a logo in mind. Don't, don't change your name. Blue Bridge Homes Blue is Bridge clutch. Homes. Well, I love it. a second. Anyway. Oh, boy. Fine. No. I feel your judgment, <laughs> I knew it was going to be bad advice. I knew it. <laughs> that's not bad advice. I think poops and properties. That, I would click on it just to be like, what are they talking about? What is that? Right. <laughs> anyway, all right. Do with that what you will. I guess nothing. That's fine. <laughs> We're going to leave that here <laughs> right. in the podcast room. Well, for the whole world here. But I mean, yeah, I'm not editing that out because I think it's a great idea. Somewhere out there. So when, um, they can go to your website. Blue Bridge Homes to sign up for this, or how? Yes. Or is so this still in the works? There's so, a there's a link to register on my website. Okay, and is it um, bluebridgehomes.com or what is bluebridge dash homes okay. Bluebridge dash homes.com. Okay, and they can sign up for the class. When do you already have a date for it's the first February one? February 11th. Oh, is there still spots? There available? are still two spots left. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, that's so. awesome. Um, okay, so. Well, you already talked about like some of your favorite things about owning your property, like getting to like do all those different passions, bringing them all together. Mm -hmm. So what are some other great things about what you do? Um, One of my favorite things has been like partnering with other small businesses. Mm. So um, I tell every small business owner that I meet, I'm like, y'all are so brave to take the plunge and start a small business like Uh that. It's a big deal for people to do that because people, there are so many naysayers. I'm like, why would you want to discourage somebody? But, um, and there's, there's financial investment. There's investment of time. People have no idea how much time it takes Mm -hmm. to like with your jewelry, like, Mm -hmm. like people see like product that's in front of them, but they don't see like your failed attempts. They don't, you know, they don't see like the behind the scenes of how long it took you to get to learn to do what you do and do it well. So, um, but yeah, what was I talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Partnering, oh, thank you. You partner I told with? You, I'm, uh, I'm like, is it Bigfoot? Big Turkey Foot a Coffee. Big Turkey Foot Coffee. Yeah, that's so that's it, yeah. one of that's one of the. Tell us about that relationship. So, yeah. um, one of the owners of Big Turkey Foot worked with my husband, and um, he had given us some coffee to try, and it's really good coffee. Um, and we're kind of coffee snobs, so <laughs> like it's. I love that because we've had people give us coffee before, and I'm like. Oh, Oh, you started Thank a you. you started a coffee That's company, cute. <laughs> uh, but it's like it's legit good, um, and so I just think it's so cool that they. I mean, even that like like you're gonna start a coffee roasting company in Owensboro, yeah. but they did it and they're That's killing awesome. it. Yeah. And so um, it's good coffee. We drink it at home, and so I'm like, let's put this coffee in the house and like help That's them. Awesome. They can help us. Yeah. And so the other thing that I did with the first house, especially, but with all the houses is I really tried to put like things in there that were specifically from Owensboro or from Kentucky. I love that. So I have a green river distilling bourbon barrel. That's yeah. like a little side table in my living room. In one of the houses, I have romp posters, like old ones that they sell down at the 
Bluegrass Museum um, or on the website. You can get like an old romp poster. So, um, and I just kind of pick them based on like the colors. I'm like, oh, I like those colors. I'll pick that one. Yeah. The curtains. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just put those in a frame. And that's like instant artwork. Mm -hmm. And it's not expensive, but it's also like showcasing something that is unique to Owensboro. And um, I had a friend give me a really sweet gift. She took a really cool photograph of the Blue Bridge and um, had it put on a canvas, like on a a frame for me. Um, But I try to do, I, I have like some coffee cups from will and pine market and um, i try to just get things from local places um just so if a guest asks me hey i like these coffee cups where are they from Mm -hmm. so i can say oh they're from will and pine go down to second street and you can get some um or they'll see the the bourbon barrel it might make them think oh we can go do a a tasting over there so that's um, clever i like that i like it a lot Mm -hmm. yeah And and it just helps me kind of figure out like a direction to go when i'm decorating tea if i pull some of that stuff in because a lot of stuff is just generic you know like I'm like I get kind of a generic neutral couch in most of the houses because I just want something that's going to be functional not show dirt too easily yeah Yeah. but then you know I can find these other little details to make it like sort of unique yeah yeah Yeah, well I would think I would really like staying in a place that had like the local flair to it agree that's really special the local coffee Mm -hmm. I think that's neat okay so did I read somewhere that your goal in the future is to have like shoppable items in your? Do, yeah, is that? I would love to do that. That um, is cool. That's an amazing idea. Yeah, I would. I would really, really like to do that. I'm not exactly sure how to execute it, but um, there are some people who do that where you can either see an item and then go get it somewhere, or buy it like online, have it shipped to your home, or. Um, that is something I would like to do at some point. I think that's cool. That's a, that's a yes. really good idea. I have had several guests who have like messaged me about the Big Turkey Foot Coffee, and they're like, where can we get this? So I'll send them over to Nico's because they can buy it there. Yeah. And it's really close to one of the houses. Or I'll just direct them to the Big Turkey Foot website. And um, they actually made these little QR codes for me that I can leave in the houses. Oh, perfect. Um, That'll pop up their ago. website. And it'll, yeah, it'll bring their website up. So, well, that's, that's, that's kind of shoppable idea. right there. It yeah. is. It sort of is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're already kind of starting that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a goal that I have is to try to, you know, add that at some point. We'll I see. love that. Yeah. And if you have like a little jewelry box next to the bed, I could right. like put a few things in there. <laughs> Just saying. Look how this looks on your wrist. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> I really like that idea. That's yeah. really unique. Um, okay. So, you talked about the fire at one of your properties, but what's some other difficult things about what you do? I know the reviews and all that, but what's some other things that are challenging? Um, so I've been doing my own bookkeeping and I am not a bookkeeper, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. I did interview one the other day and um, I think I'm going to hire her. Yeah. Um, but that was, I mean, that was like, that's completely out of my wheelhouse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put some water on it, figured it out. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Put some water. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, that was that was that's been challenging. It's just it's not even so hard. It's just a lot of time. It's yeah. just a lot of time, and, and it's I don't not like fun. it. I don't like to do it. No, it's yeah. not fun. <laughs> um, one thing too, I think one big thing that I've had to overcome is, um, I think for like what I used to do, even though like I would have like difficult patients or patients that I didn't exactly know what was going on with them. Mm -hmm. Like I had like all this training, like all this knowledge 
And I also worked in a, in a space with other people who did too. And I could mm-hmm. always go like bounce it off of them. So I'm sort of on an island, mm-hmm. um, you know, like when I'm in my little home office, like it's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I really like being around people. Um, and so I, I have missed being around people. I've kind of, there are times that it's refreshing, like this week after Christmas break, I was like, are y'all going back to school yet? <laughs> um, I hear space. But, um, but just not, not always knowing what the next step is. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like even if I don't know what's going on with the patient, if they come in with abdominal pain, like I would know, well, today I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have them come back in a week. And if they still have abdominal pain, then I'm going to order this test. Mm-hmm. And if that's negative, then I'm going to, you know, like I, yes. I may not tell them that, but in my head, like I already know yeah, what I'm going to do for like the next three steps. Well, with this, not so much because every day is different. Um, I never know what a day is going to bring, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. But um, for somebody who's fairly type A, it's it's a little <laughs> challenging. And I've always been used to having a schedule. Like I'd walk in, I'm like, oh, I'm going to see these 30 people today, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to see this one at eight and this one at 815. And like, it's yeah. like all organized. And now it's not that way at all. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but it's good. It's, it's what we needed. Like I needed the flexibility to, you know, not have that schedule and not be tied down from like eight to five. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it's just been a transition for me. So, yeah. Do you have any plans, um, to purchase any more properties in the works or, uh, not in the works currently. Um, someday I would love to have like a boutique hotel, like an invisible service boutique hotel. Like that's kind of becoming a thing. Oh, so invisible service is basically like a giant, like like an Airbnb hotel. So I stayed, we stayed in one. There's one in Louisville. Uh, really? Super cute. And so they used to use the Airbnb website to book. I don't know if they do anymore, um, but it's the same process as booking an Airbnb. So, so the guest books and they communicate with you through the app or email or whatever, and they send you a code mm-hmm. uh, and all the doors have like little keypads on them, just like yeah. Airbnbs do. Mm-hmm. And you get there and there's like a cleaning person there and there's like a maintenance person there, but there's no front desk. Yeah. So you just like put the code in the front door and then you put the code in your individual room door and you just, if you think about it, you don't really need that person Yeah. Yeah. there. So it's like, what if you forget something? Well, you just like, there's like a Walgreens next door and like, right. you just go to the Walgreens and get it. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, you just check yourself in. So, I would have a vending machine at mine though. Like I, if you like, oh, you would just like go to the vending machine. You'd pay like a dollar and get your toothbrush. I was yeah. gonna say a little toothbrush, a little yeah. toothpaste. I like that exactly. I can see it. And so um, you'd have a person on call just like I do. So like, well, I'm the person on call. Hello. Unless I'm out of town, then I designate somebody else. But you know, you have a person on call for emergencies and. Yeah. That's really cool. I and like we've that. We've always said, because um, my husband and I, there's a, a boutique hotel in downtown Paducah mm-hmm. that's really cute. And we were like, why do we not have something like that in Owensboro? You know, down yeah. on like Second Street, mm-hmm. upstairs, like yeah. there's a lot of I know. potential I see there, your vision. Yep. Mm-hmm. Someday yeah. I would love to do that. Um, I, I like was, it. I, I watched um, on Netflix. Uh, what's that show called? Motel Makeover, I think oh, is what it's I called. Heard, yeah. But there are that. these women in Canada and they made over like it's like an old school like roadside motel mm-hmm. and it is beautiful it's called the june motel Ooh, beautiful that sounds and cool. they like documented the whole thing and what they did was i was like wow i want to do that yeah mm-hmm. so that's cool. cool but i want mine to be like an owensboro themed yeah 
You know what I mean? Like I, I, have a, I have a whole vision in my head. Oh, yeah. Like, I know what it's going to look like. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it one <laughs> I day. I staying there. We are ready. Yes. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, well, I'm super excited to meet you. I think you're, like, so inspiring. I love the process that you took to do what the heck you wanted to do in life yeah. and that you're happy. So you're inspiring to me and I know you're inspiring to Becca. Trust well, me. Thank you. You are, all the things that you've done are resonating with her for sure. Uh-huh. But who are some women in your life that have inspired you to be how inspiring you are? You know, there are so many. Um, I mean, definitely starting with like my mother, my mother-in-law. Um, they're, they're so different in so many ways. Like my, my mom um, was a stay at home mom. I say my sister and I, we say that, but she really wasn't. She was actually an entrepreneur because she she was a stay at home mom. But when I was five years old, um, she started babysitting kids at her house and she did that for like 26 years. Oh, wow. So yeah. I was like, she's not. Like, you know, she worked until yeah. recently. That's I never hard. even called her an entrepreneur. But anyway, um, and but my mother in law, she actually has two master's degrees. And so they're very different from that standpoint as far as like, you know, their education is very different. But mm-hmm. both of them are just great moms always put their kids first. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my mother-in-law, like all the decisions that she made, like she, you know, worked for a while. She didn't work for a while, um, you know, just because of her kids. And mm-hmm. so everything that they have always done has all been about like what is best for our kids right now mm-hmm. in the season that they're in. And, um, and my grandmothers were both just really super strong women. Uh, my dad's mother in particular, she was so creative. My cousin and I will sit and talk about sometimes the things that she did before Pinterest. Right. And I'm like, if she had she's Pinterest, the she, human yeah. Pinterest. Yeah. she would have been on television if yeah. she'd had Pinterest. I mean, she was like, we say that she invented the icicle light. Oh. My husband doesn't believe me, but I'm like, listen, she had icicle lights before anybody else did. And I'm oh, like, we Google, Google it once to see when they were invented. I'm like, I'm telling you, she had icicle lights before, before that. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, so those are those are some big ones. I've had a lot of women that I worked with, like physicians mm-hmm. um, who have, you know, helped me along the way. And there's one in particular, Paige Hartwick in Louisville. She's a pediatric gynecologist. And when I was a fourth year student, like she's the big reason that I decided to work part time. Um, and she she basically told me she was like, you know, she said, you can't do everything which is not what people want to hear. Mm-hmm. But she said, she was like, you cannot do everything. She said at some point, something's going to have to be sacrificed. And she admitted that she was like, for me, it was really my kids. And she yeah. said, you know, you have to decide, is it going to be, not that you can't do both, but she was just saying like, if you're going to be all in on this, then there's going to be some things that you're going to miss. And there were some things that I missed. I mean, even with working part-time, there were some things that I missed and I don't regret it, but, um, it was just, it was a decision that I had to make. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, and then I decided to make a different decision. So I don't have any regrets at all. Um, but I just appreciated how honest that was. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people wouldn't, I do too. wouldn't have told me that they wouldn't yes. have said, you know, I don't, and I don't know that she regretted it, but I just, I think a lot of people wouldn't have said something that honest mm-hmm. because it's not the popular thing to say, but, um, I'm really thankful that she, that she told me that. And yeah. so I, I really feel like it changed things for the better for me that yeah. I got to meet her. So I, ha- I, I shared it on Instagram, but I, I heard a woman say the other day that you have four burners in your life, work, family, friendship, and health. And you yes. can't have all of them on high at the same time. That's so and you've true. got to, you've got to pick which ones yeah. you want. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's some hard truth, but it's necessary. It is. <laughs> yeah. And I think we kind of like, I mean, you know, there was a time that as women, we were not 
given the same opportunities as men. And right. so, but I think sometimes like, like maybe we overshot it um, <laughs> because here's the thing is, that, you know, I just think, you know, sometimes when um, maybe it looks like a woman didn't accomplish as much, I'm like, maybe she didn't want to, mm-hmm. maybe it's not that she couldn't, maybe she chose not to, you know, like maybe she made a decision that I'm going to choose to do this other thing. Every yes comes with the no. Mm-hmm. It does. And so, and it's like, who gets to define what is accomplished and what isn't? Exactly. Because maybe Amen. to her having successful, happy, healthy kids yes. is what she wanted to accomplish. That's exactly it wasn't, right. you know, to somebody else's Because I have some friends, like I, I have several friends who are just absolutely outstanding moms. Mm-hmm. They have never in their adult, or since they've had kids, they've never had a job outside their home. And I have so much respect for them. I think mm-hmm. they are super accomplished. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, super accomplished and so yeah we need to recognize that you know that is achievement and accomplishment and um and i do and i you know and that's that's why like for me i had to do some soul searching like why is it so hard for me to walk away from this job like i do not need to be defined by this Mm -hmm. right um you know like at the end of my life would i rather be known as like i was a great wife and mother or whatever else i decided to do so Mm -hmm. i have been been trying to be much more intentional about putting that first. And it's the hardest thing I've ever done. I've done a lot of hard things, parenting and being a good spouse, trying, trying to be a good spouse (laughs) (laughs) and parenting is, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. You know, it is. Oh man. Challenging. Yeah. Because you're impacting other people that are really important to you yeah. on your day-to-day life. <laughs> um, okay, so last question that's normally the trickiest for people is, what are you most proud of about yourself? Hmm. Um, I think just in the last few years, um, I have begun to, um, I've learned to pivot better. So, you know, when, when, there's a crossroads or there's a decision I have to make. I think that I've learned to do that better. And I've, I've learned to deal with um, just things not going exactly the way that I would like for them to go <laughs> better. Yes. Um, and I'm still growing in that big time. I'm mm-hmm. definitely not there yet, but, um, but, you know, I've had a lot of different seasons, you know, and, and a lot of them I didn't, didn't plan for. Like I didn't plan to have babies in the NICU and, mm-hmm. um, but but I, I will say, like, I attribute that to God's grace because it's mm-hmm. not something that I ever could have done on my own. I mean, like the time that my kids were in the hospital and, you know, I mean, God just has given me grace when I've needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely have to attribute that to him. But I, I, I'm learning. I'm learning to to do that, I think, better than mm-hmm. I used to. And um, and and honestly, learning to say no. I mean, that's something that, that's huge. Um and learn, learning to say no without an explanation, because when I Ooh, first, I haven't learned that good. yet. I can say well, no, but I, I, I had, like I say that loud, like I, I like have that. like a couple people that I talk to regularly, like a friend of mine that I talk to pretty frequently. And then my, one of my sisters that I talk to pretty regularly about business stuff and other things. And so I'm like, I'm saying this out loud to you so you can hold me accountable. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to start saying no to things that I need to say no to. And then I had to follow that up like a week later Cause like literally the next day somebody called me and like, Hey, can you do blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, it's probably not gonna take that much time. And I was like, I know I'm not (laughs) saying like, I'm saying no to anything new that is not like critical to the survival of my family. (laughs) And, um, 
So I like I told her no, but then I like went through this whole explanation. So then I was like, okay, I'm gonna say no, and I'm not going to explain to the person I'm saying no to right. why I'm saying no. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yeah. I don't. Good for you. I don't owe her an explanation. Right. Like, thank you for considering me. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be able to do that right now. Hey, period. Leave it at that. Period. Just period. Leave it there. I'm glad you said yes to us, though. Yeah, I know. Right. I was, I was just sitting here thinking that, like, like oh gosh, yeah. well, you know, we were it's on funny the yes list because, like, we communicated a couple different times to try to set this up. Yeah, and um, maybe not the first time, but like the second time, I was feeling kind of guilty, like, oh, oh you I'm, shouldn't have felt guilty at but, all. But you know, but but that was me, like, holding to, like, this is not a good day for me to do this, and yeah. so, yeah. Good you know, you. like, and I was like, but I really want it to happen. But I was thinking, but, but if I keep saying no, then they're going to quit asking me. No, we wouldn't. But, <laughs> well, we, Jackie's relentless. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that but, was me, your Jackie. But that, but that was that was kind of part of it. That was part of that. Is that like I'm like okay. I could probably make it happen today, but it's going to be really challenging. And so I'm like, okay, like I just have you. to hold myself to it. Yeah. And, um, cause like you were saying, like, like your health, including your mental health, yes, it has to be a priority. Yes. Um, and like it, for me, it has to be a priority for my family, like mm-hmm. for my husband yep. and for They're my affected. kids. Um, I need to be in a good mental space. So for me, that means saying no to things, even things that are good things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, um, I'm learning to do that. I'm getting better about it. And good. good for you. Hopefully I'll continue to grow in that. Cool. Well, this has been awesome. This has been I've great. I really enjoy getting Put some water on it. Put some water on it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we had you on here. This has been great. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Well, thank you all for inviting me. Poops right. and properties. Can't wait to see it. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Shanna's friend of 23 years, Cassie Vessels, tells us why she thinks Shanna is inspiring. How have I been inspired by Shanna McGinnis? Shanna is one of the best people I know. She's been inspiring me for 23 years and counting. I first met Shanna when I was a freshman in college. She was a junior and one of the smartest pre-med upperclassmen. She had a study room in the library on Tuesday nights and she encouraged the younger students to ask her any questions we had on our physics or chemistry classes. I was the first member of my family to go to a four-year college, so when I was interested in medical school, I was intimidated and secretly afraid that it was out of my league. But Shanna encouraged me that I had what it takes and to not be afraid to apply. Naturally, Shanna was our son's pediatrician, and she inspired us to take a more laid-back approach to parenthood. I always remember how she says, kids heal and bones heal, and if they're hungry, they'll eat. You have to pick your battles. And my mom swears that my son started using the potty when he was a toddler just because Dr. Shanna told him to. More recently, Shanna has helped to expand a local school, which was a huge undertaking. She has taken an early retirement from medicine and has running and is running her own Airbnb business. She's inspiring because she is never afraid to go for her dreams, no matter how varied. And with her intelligence and strong work ethic, I have no doubts that she will be successful at anything she sets her mind to. 